What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside the Tap In studio. I got a special guest. I had to bring him back. My boy Austin. What's happening, man? Um, I'm, I'm getting greater and greater and better. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. How you been holding up on doing this uh, little quarantine situation? Oh, man. You know, uh, being a child of the 70s, you know, you do what your grandmother do. You know, you pump your immune system up, you know. Uh, like I've been telling everybody, you know, I take I take black seed oil every day, vitamin C. Mm. Uh, push come to sub, man. You better get your bottle of castor oil, that car liver oil that we used to take when we was kids, man. You know, we didn't miss no school back then, you know. Yeah. So the thing is, is, is to uh, enhance your uh, immune system. Okay. And, you know, just be precautious about what you're around, you know, uh, and things, you know. If a person looks sick, you know, try to avoid them. But the main thing, man, you know, just... Some of this Purell. Yeah, Purell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Keep you plenty of that. Where Good you, old Lysol. Where do you get the uh, the castor oil from? Um, I think you said you can get it at Walgreens. Okay. Uh, you remember that old Waxkin products that your grandma used to have back in the gap? Like I don't know. You a brown? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. nasty stuff. Come here, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that castor is a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that castor is another good one if you can find it. Uh. You might can get it at Walgreens. You might have to order it on, online. But I know Watkins do carry it. Uh, I think they online. Oh, okay. But main thing, like I said, the black seed oil is, uh, or you can take take the oil. I'll take the pill. You know what I'm saying? So I'm scared of pills, man. No, it don't bother me. Not. I'm scared of pills. I mean, not, not scared of them. I just don't like, because I don't know what's in them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, that's more of a natural thing, you know, mm. because of, uh, you know, uh, federal rules when it comes to that you know they got to tell you what's in them if not man go to your health food store man and uh and get the real man mm, okay. uh, so anybody that's doing something natural even that uh you know noni juice uh uh enhances your uh immune system also mm. and so main thing man is, is being regular you know what i'm saying because everything that bothers you uh starts in your colon and so you know keep yourself drink your water man drink alkaline your body drink your water uh, I, I stewed some lemons, poured it up, been drinking it. And so okay. everything that, that wards off anything that doesn't belong in your body, um, um, just try to keep it flushed out. Keep yourself flushed out. Okay. That's what's up, man. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna have to adopt all of that because what I've been doing is just making sure I'm pureled up, Lysol, uh, disinfecting wipes, mm-hmm. showers. Mm-hmm. I just started... Um, Put, as soon as I like, I've been running to the store for my wife because she's pregnant. Right, dig so it. So I've been every time I come in the house, been putting stuff in the washing machine, just taking all my clothes off, right. putting it in the washing machine. Most definitely. You know what I mean? Just making sure I'm just clean until all this is. Because I found some stuff that you that you can spray on the carpet if you have carpet. Really? Uh, yeah, disinfected. I found that at Walmart, and I forgot the name of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I spray that on the carpet every day, even even in the Lysol Lysol disinfected stuff carpet. I mean, even because you really, man, somebody spitting, you you can really track that in your home, yeah, off your feet, and yeah. so you know, I kind of got in the habit of leaving the, my shoes, you know, at the door, at the door, and then spraying that, you know, disinfected stuff on the carpet, man. Oh, okay. uh, just you know, do it as a day a way of life, you know, because oh. we don't know who got what, you know what exactly. I'm saying, and exactly. so that's what I just try to do is to uh, protect myself and you know everybody I'm around. Okay, well, ben, well, I, I wanted to bring you back on. Because I know last time you were on, we were talking about the uh, Tatiana case. Correct. And I just wanted to make sure the people is updated 
Correct. On like you know what's going on with the case and mm-hmm. and everything. So if you can tell us what's happening. What, what? Um, Mr. Aaron Dean, you know they they are going into court procedures now. Okay. okay, so his first appearance was March third, uh, ten minute session. That's kind of like an overview, seeing what they're gonna, uh, what they call put the motions of discovery. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm gonna argue this. I'm gonna da 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 exchange uh, information basically. Uh, but uh, some of the family members weren't aware of this first court date, you know. Um, but the, his second scheduled court date is April fourteenth. Okay. And I don't know how that's going to last, but I'm trying to come in full force, asking uh, the community to come in full force to show up at each and every court date that's possible because the more they see of us, that means they, they put more pressure on uh, the DA. Uh, he, uh, The court judge, Hangerman, is the judge that's presiding. Mm-hmm. He's in D297. The... Uh, uh, DA that's handling the case, I believe his name is Charles Smith. Last name Smith. Okay. He's the, like the deputy chief uh, district attorney for Tarrant County, uh, up under Sharon Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did uh, reach out to uh, one of my comrades, uh, brother uh, Pastor Billy uh, Daniels, over there at uh, I forgot the name of his church. But anyway, um, he did make some phone calls and was able to speak to Miss uh, Wilson. And make sure, you know, letting them know, hey, man, why why you not being more informative to the community about this case? But what strikes me, uh, Brother Dante, is that, you know, the Roma case, they use certain DAs. Mm-hmm. In this case, they switched up on us. And from what the people, my team, that, uh, uh, that went in, it was able to observe, you know, uh, his his attorney, Mr. Dean's attorney, Aaron Dean attorney, is uh, Mr. Jim Lane. Very you know, very powerful. Jim Lane don't lose too much, and uh, um, that uh, you know, they chit chatting it up like they golfing buddies. Yeah. But here's the thing: how does a second year cop make a two hundred thousand dollar bun? Mm. That white boy ain't making that type of money, man. Yeah. Somebody funded him somewhere. Where that money coming from? And Jim Lane ain't cheap. Yeah. He ain't cheap by no means, which I know he probably getting that little, you know, money through the PA, POA. Well, why would, would the POA put out that type of money for almost a, you know, a closed case? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, uh, we also discovered that that particular day um, that the second officer that was with Mr. Dean Supposedly her camera was broke. That's what. That's the narrative that they tell. That's why we don't see any footage from this. Yes, sir. Yeah, just just <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, your camera broke. Right. You know, which we you know we ain't buying that crap. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I I, I I post quite frequently um, to keep much attention to the case, but. Uh, speaking to one of my comrades, uh, which is a, from the Hispanic community, I'm, I'm going to uh, hold his name, but I just I just, I just like to address him as comrade. Okay. And he informed me that uh, that our good mayor had been going around visiting Dallas to try to find ways to keep us calm and try to silence the ones that they feel that's going to be the most vocal and outspoken about this situation. 
Really? Yeah. Uh, just passed recently, you know, they had the jet relays. I don't know if you were on that. No. Uh, but it was a, you know, a big, kind of like the Texas Relays uh, okay. event that they have in Fort Worth. Uh, you know, different HBCUs come in and uh, I think they may have some high school uh, come in, but it's supposed to be a community event. Uh, the brother who was hosting it, uh, kind of to me, uh, he 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 duped us. Uh, at the time, the world record holders, national record holders uh, from ODY, uh, four by one hundred, and so I, I just happened to can't come up to watch Kyle because some things that he has been doing for me as getting my brother presented as a legend. Uh, individual for track and field because my brother Darrell Austin ran the table for about two years in 1981 from 1981 okay. which he wound up winning the state 100 200 okay. uh, which you know Coach Lee Williams was his coach at the time actually you know Lee Williams career started off the back of so, you know my brother Darrell Austin and uh, and so you know uh, which I was kind of I was displeased about you know him lying you know what I'm saying but as I came up through the tunnel, as the young brothers was getting presented with their medals, I seen the coach, and then, you know, here it is, Mayor, Mayor Bessie Price and Chief Krause. I said, brother, really? Knowing the discourse that we had with these individuals, and after that, he goes into a photo op and hugs this woman like that's his grandmama that he ain't seen for 30 years. <laughs> and I said, man, come on, man. You know, bro, you know, when we when we ever get it, right? You know, we still embracing them like it's okay. Like the sister, this situation dealing with sister uh, Tatiana Jefferson mm-hmm. ain't never happened, man. And so what they doing? They going around showing up at certain events, trying to keep us like like. I, I guess they so called active forgiveness. Let's look at that, bro. Right. And what you what you what you displayed to me. That brother that was the coordinator of this event, that you didn't forgave this white woman. And this is the mayor of Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah, that, that he had presenting the medals to the young brothers. Yeah. And my whole thing is, we got a pioneer of uh, Maryland Hicks, Judge Hicks. You know, even in the parade that we MLK parade, that woman walked three three quarters, a little bit more than three quarters of the way, man. And man, you know, she said, you know, I'm a fighter. I'm a freedom fighter. I'm fighting for justice. I'm fighting for freedom. Yeah. And that's the type of individual we should have had presenting our young brothers with those awards. Right. But like like I told you again, man, we we got these gatekeepers in our community, man. These infiltrators, man. That's why I tell everybody, man. You know, if you got a WD Du Bois book, man, throw that book in the trash, man. This dude helped tag down Marcus Garvey, man. Yeah. And these same type of people, as I explained to you again, brother Dante. Uh, these boule cats, these gatekeepers, man, they playing the same game with you and I. They'll sit up here and sit up there and say, Dante, brother, I love you, man. You know, you know, right on. Right. And then no sooner you walk outside that door, they walk outside this door, brother Dante, they done told everything that you didn't did. Right. And what we didn't discuss and how to take you down. Right. And that's the game that, you know, they they uh they play. But, you know, get back to more of the topic, man. We just got to stay vigilant, man. Because, man, you got to understand, that's, that's, that's something that went global, man. Right. And what it, what I discovered a month ago, I meant to call and tell you about this, too. You know how you just had those those 
something just that clicked that you know saying that you're working on your computer and you're just like oh man I've been trying to figure out something and then all of a sudden it, it, you get it yeah and so what I discovered is that what did they do I'm sitting in my room because you know I do a lot of meditating mm-hmm. and spirituality stuff you know from the answers I said man you know you know I just ask you know I call on answers give me give me the answers and it, and it done on they killed off the Negro what you mean the Negro, the American Negro was Mo- Malcolm X. The American Negro was Mega Evers. The American Negro was, you know, Marcus Marcellus Garvey and all the revolutionary brothers and sisters, you know, Harry Tubman. The Negro wasn't scared to fight. Right. My dad and them got tired of that BS and said, we ain't taking it anymore. We not sitting on the back of your bus anymore. Mm. To hell with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that brought about, you know, you know, our black empowerment movements. And then after they killed off, the, you know, the Panthers and all that, then what, what are we left with? Gangbangers. No, we went to, I'm just saying, we went into that other shit. We, we black, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, we went into that forgiveness too easily, you know. And then we elevated to, to the destruction. When they brought in, you know, the drugs and, and all this other stuff that, you know, plagued our community. But the Amer- American Negro would, would would stand up for injustice. But the black, these black folks, and, I, and, and it dawned on me because a gentleman named Mr. Ferguson out of Houston, he told me the difference. I've been told that narrative before. What you mean? The, what I'm saying, the Negro... He may have done what business with the white man. You do your business, you go back on the side of your track, I go back side of mine. You're not my friend. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But son, son, once we got into a better economic and 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 betterment for ourselves, I'm not saying empowerment because that's that's the injustice use that we're empowerment. And, you know, when you empower your people, you empower everybody around you. You know, socially and consciously, right. and economically, right? And you know, through your education, your health. You know, we had all that at one point of time. Yeah. And that, those were the Negroes. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And they understood when we had Black Wall Street. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell, even a nigga had enough sense to fight back. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know, and then all of a sudden, because you live in 7613213313 and some of these more lucrative neighborhoods and you got Boss Charlie living next door to you, all of a sudden your attitude changed. Yeah. All of a sudden, especially my brothers in that corporate world, I see them all the time, bro. All of a sudden, they switch up, man. Why is that though? Why Why are they switching up? Are they Are they? Because I I did it since we talked. I've done a little research mm-hmm. on the boules. Yes. On on um the the on the fraternities and sororities. Correct. Correct. Um, and then also the the. I guess I mean I guess they can be considered the boule as well, but like the one percent oh, black people. Yes. You know what I mean? I did a, a little bit of research. Oh, that talented ten. That's what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brother uh, Oscar Cooper from the from uh, the uh, that founded the Omegas, uh, but all of them was in the same uh, secret society. Yeah. Every last one of them. And it just it just like. Because I'm a Kappa, 
I'm, Dig I'm, it. I'm, I'm gonna cap out side. Dig it. And I was starting to think like, do I have capital brothers that are part of the boule? Of course. That I know of. No, a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of your frat brothers are, are maybe uh, uh, Fortune 500 cats. Uh, some of them may be in, you know, uh, what's it, what's it, uh, Howard. What Howard the uh, University? University, okay. What what they what they? It's a, it's a lot of y'all. What alphas alphas a lot of alphas come out of Howard? No. Is it is it Kappas? Uh, is it Kappas? Um, yeah, yeah. But see, but if you look at majority of your corporate mm-hmm. CEOs or presidents, VPs, uh, what is Cory Booker? I think ain't Cory Cory Booker your friend, bro? Or is he an alpha? I don't know. You talking about out of uh, well, Corey Booker out of what, like Baltimore or something? Something like that, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he uh, kept on or not. But I started. I started. Just- but but majority of whatever frat they come from, man, you don't get there unless you are part of that that boule society. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about you know Savoy Magazine a couple of years ago when they show you the, the most influential 100 uh, Afro Americans. Yeah. Male or female? Yeah. Man, that's what they do, man. That's who they are. And how is it that you at this plateau and you don't reach back to help the, and leave the door open for the rest of them? Right. See, Harriet Tubman just didn't free herself, but she went back and snatched the rest of them brothers. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Even watching on Netflix, Madam C.J. Walker, she didn't just help herself. Yeah. She helped the rest of the sisters that was, that was you know what I'm saying, even yeah. the brother. Yeah. You know, that, you know, had, had the innovation to, to put her out there. Yeah. That was the American Negro. Yes. That self-made movie was a beast. Beast, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and you know, even some of the things not may have been off track, you know what I'm saying, which, you know, that's just Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, you know, they always going to slip something off in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know that, that's so- why I tell people all the time, man, read, pick up the book. You know, it don't make no sense that we do not have a movie about uh, George Washington Carver. Why? One of the greatest minds. Mm. Booker T. Washington, one of the greatest minds. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to talk about Brother Benjamin, Benjamin Banneker. Mm. Mathematical genius. Yeah. Architectural genius. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why is it that Hollywood won't allow that type of movie to be to be let out I don't know it, it may be a, a situation somebody just need to write it no you know Tyler I mean? Tyler Perry has a whole studio somebody need to present it to him though I mean somebody I, just write bruh, it and somebody write it and, and send it to Tyler and like you said he got his own studio you know what I mean but here's the thing even though and and even though Tyler has a studio, mm-hmm. Tyler is in the business of making money too. You, know you, I, mean? you I mean, that type of narrative. Yeah. Uh, of of Benjamin Banneker. Uh huh. Black America, white America will go see that movie. Think so? Without a shadow of a doubt. Especially Carver. But Carver, you know, he, he was the brain behind the Ford plant. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a fact. I heard he, he was um he was trying to get um, black Americans to go back to to Africa. I mean, yeah, he was with 
he was uh, along with Marcus Marcellus Garvey. Yeah. All of them were pretty much hand in hand. Yeah. But the boys, because I graduated from, uh, what was it, Yellow Harvard, whatever we graduated from, one of them schools, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he went into something else, man, because he wanted to be part of the skull and bones so bad. I heard about that too. And which is true. And, you know, uh, the cat that started the boule was out of uh, Michigan, I think Patrick something. He was like a pharmacist or something, like a doctor or something like that. But, uh, Matter of fact, pull it up. Uh, uh, I took this picture. But they parted that, that talented 10. Yes. All of them was in the same. It's called the, 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 the Sigma Pi Phi. Yeah. This I took this picture, right? Yeah. And it's everybody who started the the boulets. Everybody, every dude who started the boulets is in that picture, and it's a it's dig a, it. It's a fraternity called the Sigma Pi Fives. Yeah. And that's and that's why I was like. I think the boys was pointing them too. Who? The boys. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I believe that too. And uh, but you know the talented ten they was part of that too, but you know. Niggas don't own shit, so I, I don't really don't really wrangle with them too much. Yeah, because you'll get skewed all your you know your journey of what we're trying to do to re reawaken a a, a a powerful engine uh, that we're trying to galvanize and regalvanize because we know how to do. We just choose not to do it, mm. and not only them. You know, some of them are behind our pulpits, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean. If religion's your thing, man, but I'm just saying find the truth. Listen, it, I'm, I'm so Christianity is so not my thing because one, I grew up doing witness, right? Dig it. And my grandmother, from the time I can remember, was always telling me the church is a bad place to go. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then as I grew up and then I got in college. I got homeboys that that's all they knew was Christianity and going to church and Dig it. they Baptist. So I started going to church and I was just like, something ain't like these people ain't bad people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, they ain't bad. But and then I started um, after that, I was just like, OK, so if Jehovah Witness is telling me that these people are bad my whole life or that's what the perception is. These people who go to these churches bad. I was like, OK, so maybe. It's not all true. Maybe all Christianity or maybe all religions have a, a, a inkling of truth, but but to actually capture it and say my religion is the truth, that's where the lie is. You know. Well, the thing about it is, as far as the act of um, practicing Christianity, Jehovah Witness probably uh, other than you know the brothers over there in the Far East, Church of Bisnia, man, probably about the close as far as Europeans of. What Christi- Christianity is, you know, because Jehovah Witness don't hold on to the paganistic paganism. I mean, you know, things that may that's in the uh, Christian religion. Mm-hmm. Um, all of them, but I mean, to to be religious to me is it, it, to conquer, uh, rape, pillage, steal, and kill and rob. Yeah. And you know, ain't none of them done us any mm-hmm. service. Yeah. Now, the spirituality that's behind all religions, you have to know how to seek it out. 
Because if you read something and it pretty much sounds like the truth is the truth, you know you can take that for for what it is. You know, you know you shouldn't you know you shouldn't be robbing nobody. You know you shouldn't be killing anybody right. or doing anything that that's inhumane. Right. That's the spirituality that they held on to in their religion, in our religions. You know what I'm saying? When to enslave somebody or commission somebody to do harm to somebody or doing all these evil things that we know that ain't right, that's ungodly. Right. You can't believe that that is true. And, you know, when you write English grammar, you got first person, second person, and third person. Right. You know, and a lot of that is not in first person. And to go back to Genesis, you know, you know, God created heaven and earth, so on and so forth, and then he created Adam. Hold up, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We talked about that. Yeah, man. Who who's the cat who wrote this, man? You know, and so some of the things, even you know, with the, you know, religion, you know, is 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 misogynistic. I wish I knew somebody who was really deep into like African spirituality. I mean, you know, Doctor Clark pretty much explains, man. Really, man. The, the thing about African spirituality, man. You know, we give we give we believe in the universal God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have an understanding of the chakras. We understand the the emotions in 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 what makes you tick. Yeah. The pineal gland, the pituitary gland. You know what I'm saying? This is your this is your database, this is your information center. Yeah. We understand what the pyramids are. The pyramids is right here. Yes. We right. don't wake up, say boom. And then you got, you know, basically your own eye horse, however you want to play it. Right. It's just the point we we it's about human dignity, man. That's the basis of it, bro, mm-hmm. of understanding that the ancestors and the way of the ancestors and the certain things they did to stay connected to the universal God. You know what I'm saying? Looking at the the wind, the moon, the stars, the water, you know what I'm saying? Uh, those are things, you know, if you look at research, e-file is the closest thing uh, that you can uh, get a clear understanding about African spirituality. Uh, yeah, that's IFA. Okay. And, you know, the principles of the Mayat, which is M-A-A-T. And so we had our own belief system of of the universe prior to whatever was handed down to us. Mm-hmm. We talking about 10 light years prior to what they considered as organized religion even came about. And, you know, everything about spirituality is about human dignity. You know what I'm saying? Treat your brother like you want to be treated. Don't do no harm to your brother. You know what I'm saying? It's a human thing. You know what I'm saying? Our, our ancestors didn't have jails because we had no need to have one. We didn't have wars because we had no need to have one. Because we understand the humane part of how to treat each other. But when they got colonized, they got flipped into something else. That's when they began to dehumanize us, beat you down and strip you. And inject you with their way of thinking and their way of doing things, and that's what brought about the inhumane part of uh, of the 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 African. Mm. And so, until we got rebellious, and then you know they began to kill us off. But only one place they didn't colonize, and that was Ethiopia, because at the time when they tried to invade Ethiopia, 
they uh, Melanick the first wiped them out. You know what I'm saying? And so those the spirits of that type of uh, I, I say fight that we have to instill in us. When you start teaching your children African spirituality and making them understand, hey man, my ancestors didn't do that. Right. We didn't treat each other like that. Don't yeah. treat your brother like that. Not only that, but misogyny puts that woman in a minor. Quit putting that woman in a minor. That's our problem. Right. Our African spirituality don't teach that. The African spirituality teaches that the womb, the womb of the man, we don't come from the woman. We come through the woman. Right. So, therefore, she is the mother of the universe. And so that's the way, you know, we, that's injecting our brain. So we hold our, uh, the woman to a higher point. And every woman should just to be about uh, embraced in the way that you embrace your mother. You know, it's, it's a direct inclination for you to, to, to be inclined to treat your mother with dignity and human dignity and respect. Yeah. You know, you know, you know how your, your grandma was around, you said something, a bad word, and you, that negative vibration hits you, and you be like, oh, man, you know. Yeah. So that's the same thing that, you know, we, you know, try to teach, you know, uh, when it comes to positive vibrations, negative vibrations, mm-hmm. meditation. And, you know, that's why we push for certain therapeutic things in the schools and with our children. And we can fix ourselves mentally if we inject our children with the right practices. And so if you take 10 minutes out your day before your son even get to do anything, take a time, you know, burn some white sage and meditate with that child, you know, whether, you know, it's, it's you know, jazz, you know, earth, earth tone jazz, mm-hmm. and see how he click in. Mm. And then we start feeding him them lessons. Because why? You know what you didn't did? You didn't clear his mind yeah, yeah. from that bull crap. Yeah. And I think right now with all this quarantine, is probably the best time. Time to do it. Yeah. And so now, you know, you can sit down and teach him, you know, hey, man, this is what our ancestors did. We built the pyramids. You know, we laid the foundation for the whole world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We didn't go to Europe seeking knowledge. Europe came to us seeking knowledge. You know what I'm saying? You're robbing pillars and you're stealing for main thing what that spiritual realm that they were looking for from the pharaohs uh, to get the direct inclination to be not only a pharaoh but had a decoration to the universal God and so that's the things that we have to kind of go back into and and begin to uh, use that as a a way of life a day of life on each and everything that we do and as we become it that brings back the empowerment of self you know what I'm saying and that's so we won't be struggling as hard right. and and quit being so destructive you know towards each other you know you know we hate for no reason right. we hate each other like the, the racist white boy uh, you know sis over here uh, she got braids I ain't got none who does she think she is? <laughs> you know, just objectifying and, and, and judging all the time. Man, that, that, man, man, that's that's the attitude that religion has brought to our people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, because it's it's a fear and control thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't tie, you, you, you condemn the hell. Right. I mean, if you look at Revelations, there's no talking about a serpent going to come out the water and, with 
six, seven heads. Man, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 50 years old, goddamn, you ain't, ain't never seen no shit like that. Right, right. So, my question is, mm-hmm. as far as, like, the Boulay people, right? And I, I kind of want to get on that because that, yeah. to me, that was interesting as hell. Yeah, know? it is. Learn about it. Because mm-hmm. I, never, I never knew anything about the Boulays. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, and why are we not um, adopting the same practices, the same warfare as as the government does, where they do like COINTELPRO? You know what I mean? Why are we not trying to infiltrate it to at least bring some of that information, or at least bring some of that wealth that they share over to that ninety percent? You know what I mean? We don't own shit. Right, but I mean, uh, if all it's all it's gonna take is one person. I mean, that's true though, man. But, and I get it. I said that's why we gotta go back and reteach. Some of them are too far gone. Mm-hmm. It may be a sprinkle or a handful, bro. Yeah, that may try, but we can't knock. It is going on because now I'm seeing more of the young brothers wanting to own. Yeah, you know some bros do got their own sh- shit, and it's coming. Dante, we got to be patient with this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We fucked up. Yeah, I get that. It's just like we got a you and I got five acres of land, right? Mm-hmm. And we gonna say we gonna grow whatever. Yeah. So first thing we gonna do, we gonna pick up our farmer's almanac for to see when we need the till, when we need to plant our seed to get the best product. Right. We got to do the same process with this thing. We ain't gonna get it overnight. But so what stage are we in now? We- I, I think we are becoming we 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 are, we didn't tilt the ground, man. Okay. We're tilling the ground. So now we just need to plant. See, thing plant the seeds. Thing it is that we the only race of people that tell our kids to go to college, go to work for somebody else. But these young brothers, these millennials, saying hell no. Nah. Right. White boy, I don't want to be on your job. No eight, nine hours a day, which is bullshit. My daddy, come on, frustrated, want to beat the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? Because he frustrated because you didn't piss him off. And so we are telling our children, get your own shit. What's stopping you? You know what I'm saying? And now we more we, we got more access to information now. So now, just like, you know, my kid, you know what I'm saying? You know, she want to be in health administrator. Okay, that's cool. But work to get your own right. shit. Right. Or get something that you control. Right. And I think that's what a lot of them, they want to control things, but they want it in a quick fix. So what we have to do is slow them down a little bit and show them, hey, brother, let's take these steps. You know, yeah, like even if we take out uh, certain insurance policies, cash them out, and then take another Insurance, hundred thousand insurance policy, cash it out. That's two generations that we didn't, we didn't capture. Right. So when you have uh, yourself and your son, see right now, take a hundred thousand out on your son. By the time he get in matures, you may cash out thirty, forty grand. Then you roll that to whatever may college education, whatever you want and how you want. But you do to keep the same cycle, bro. Mm. And then you take that money. Forty grand and move it to something that's uh, that you can make money off of, but you take another policy out and you do the same thing. So what what kind of insurance policy would I need to get? You know, you know them, you know them term policies. Yeah, 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 yeah the ones that you can cash out. So do the term one that you can cash yeah. Because I was thinking because I got a life insurance on me, mm-hmm. 
just in case, you know what I mean? And I, and I matter of fact, just this morning, I just got mm-hmm. a statement that says, in the year 2043, mm-hmm. my premium is going to go to 247. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, okay, $247 is not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I'll have my kids all pay into that 247. So whenever I do go, they can reap the benefits of that money whenever I'm not here no more. You know what I mean? But take out the term where you can cash out before you go. See what I'm saying? I do got term right now. Okay, yeah, so yeah. But I'm saying you cash out. And how, just, do, how do I cash it out? It's just, um, it should be. It's, 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 something on it? No, you just cash it out, bro. You cash out on the policy. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, man. Yeah, you got something where you can cash out, man. Just talk to your insurance agents, bro. I mean, they, I mean, that's the first thing I asked when you know about the term policy. This is one that I can cash out. How long do you have to have the? Uh, usually, I think some of them ten, fifteen, maybe close to twenty years. I don't know. Okay. All depends how long it is for you. To, but you wanted to mature something where you can come out with a nice little piece of chain. Yeah. And then you can always take out another one, man. That's what I'm telling you. See, I, this is this is information that I'm I need to know. And then, you know, financial literacy is something that we need to teach our children. We used to do that. Economic, uh, uh, consumer math, you know what I'm saying? All the other wrangled up shit that we day teaching is is not life skills. So here's my my problem with Mm -hmm. with when people say financial literacy. Mm -hmm. Because when people say just financial literacy, that covers a wide range, a wide range of things, right? What it, what exactly? Main is main thing. If you're gonna start out, cause consumer, consumer, uh, uh, economics, okay. you got to learn how to maintain yourself, bro. Right. Before you go anything else, what well, I that's what I mean by financial literacy okay. is understanding the banking system, okay. the mortgage system. You know what I'm saying? Interest rates. Mm-hmm. What's what's a good investment? What's, what's not a bad investment? You know what I'm saying? Okay. What can you do to make money for self? You know what I'm saying? That's what kind of drove me into, the, you know, the air-conditioned world and the things I learned is because I know once I get through, you know, I, all my money come to me. Right. And, you know, I invest back into the my business that I'm doing uh, by buying equipment, buying materials, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when it does roll around again, that's a cost that I didn't, I didn't levy. You know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't got to worry about Spending X amount of dollars because I know I just stockpiled, and it's one thing my uncle told me. He said, "Always pay yourself, man. Go buy you if you ain't got it. Right? You still go buy a extra this, an extra that. You know, from the least thing, you know, from tape to whatever I need, my materials. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, when you go to the next job, you ain't got to worry about this. But you didn't cut your material costs, so your profit margin goes up because I ain't got to spend as much right. uh, going into the next job." And so that's one thing he did teach me about, you know, the, the AC game, you know what I'm saying? And that's something, that's one thing is it's skilled trades that we we got to uh, go back into for these young brothers because you, you still can work for somebody at a certain point of time and you can branch off on your own. Right. You right. know, and, so, and, and and write your own meal ticket how you want to do it. Right. And um, the thing of it is, man, never, never, ever stop trying to learn, man. If a brother is good in financial literacy, we ought to form teams, man, that it should be. I should be able to pick up the phone and call this brother, set your portfolio. It don't even take that much, uh, um, which I'll probably do mine uh, this summer. 
Uh, you can take fifteen hundred, Dante, and let it roll. Some of them cats so good with that money, man. And I'm gonna tell you another thing, man. And nothing is, is is a quick hustle too. Find that old white dude that's you, in the game. You told me that last. Man, time. I'm telling you, man. I'm looking for that white dude, man. Wayne, man, the old man Wayne. They be in the shop. Yeah, old white, old Wayne. He's an old guy. He wears a blue jean, boots, cowboy hat. Uh, I'll just show you Wayne. But Wayne knows his stuff. And just a couple of cats that I know, I met, I think a brother named Mr. Johnson, and I got another name, a guy named Anthony that I know. Okay. Uh, but this summer, that's one of my main things is to let them set my thing up and let it roll. Uh, Wayne is, you know, he'll tell you, Invest your money in medical equipment. Mm, especially right now. Right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially right now. Now everybody running to gold. Gold, gold ain't the ticket. It's cobalt. What's cobalt? Cobalt is what they put in cell phones. Mm. That's that's one of the most... That's why China got their nosy butt over there in uh, 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 Africa. It ain't, it ain't the gold. It ain't the diamonds. It's, it's the cobalt. See, this, is, this is the information I need to know because... I got some money. I got mm-hmm. a little bit of money, like, saved like mm-hmm. for rainy day shit. You know what I'm saying? Go get you some property, brother. Y- yes. I mean... I mean, when you when you buy land, man, it's just like right now. Dante, if you get five acres right now, I, I got a plan right now that we could least get the city to build a sports complex, right? Off of five acres, we can, got, we can build baseball, <laughs> football, maybe... Couple of football fields for football and soccer, right? It's like for high school or for like pee wee, pee wee, pee wee. Oh, pee wee, okay. Because how do you get the money out of that? Thing? I, I, because the teams got to pay us. See what I'm saying? For the, for the least of that time, and they play you. They play from sun up to sun down. Dante, you know how much money we are raking? <laughs> you know how much money you are raking? I don't. Off of off of Saturday and, and Sunday, and then we playing soccer. We you know they playing. Uh, Baseball, softball. What what is five acres worth right now? I, I, I don't know. That depends where you are. Usually, you know, they they'll say a thousand or so an acre. All depends what type of mineral rights you got on there. I mean, that's the last time I was kind of into it. But yeah. then again, man, you just have to shop around, man, because like if, if right now the schools really don't want the kids on 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 the uh, school football fields, right? right? But we pay tax for it, so they got to let them play. Right. And so, look how many leagues there are. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, And so what we could do, you bid it out, man. And you got from from Flag, Bantam, Junior, uh, Senior. Mm. That's just off of one team. Yeah, yeah. Both teams got to pay the fee for each each age group. Man. And then we get a cut off the gate and the concessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we charge for parking, we get part of that too. But what you want to do, just let them make some money also, Dante to stay afloat. You want the organizations to make money. Right. But you're going to pay us our stipend. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's just one of the things and uh, I was looking at, but I was looking at, you know, guys, uh, if we would have uh, had a plan about a skating ring, uh, the way I want to do it. Listen, I'm in, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. in definitely mm-hmm. want to buy some property right now. Yeah. I, I, need to, I need to get some income property. You know? mm-hmm. Not somewhere mm-hmm. I want to live because I'm I don't, I don't want to buy something that becomes a liability. Well, what I'm just saying is, that's, that's I, I'm definitely want to buy it. In the contract with those football fields, see, I learned this because, you know, I coached for a while. And what it is that for us, the maintenance after each game, each team 
is responsible for cleanup. And we do have right to penalize those teams if we have to come out there and keep that field and watch Kyle. Which, you know, it ain't going to be hard to do. Some of them even go out there and, you know, chop the field. You know, we can work something out. You know, we ain't even got to be out there, bro, you know, and hire somebody just to mow the lawn. Come on, bro. That really ain't, you know, that really ain't no biggie. You know what I'm saying? No brainer, you know. And so, you know, uh, it could be worked out uh, if you come with the city. See, the city will bite on that, bro. They'll bite on that. Because that that even the school district will bite on that because there's too many people don't want them kids playing on their field, and so you have that type of and then you're serving a service to the community. What you would do if you do something like that, Dante, always give back to the community. Have different events, you know, at the field. You know, come out, play day. You know what I'm saying? Right. Boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? And that way they can see you keep that that general. You know. Keep keep the machine going, because right. they say, "Oh, brother Dante, we we handing out scholarships. We helping these kids get from point A to point B." You know, so it all depends on the attitude. You know, because sometimes you know when people see money, they get greedy, and the attitude <laughs> yeah. change and get slick. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So if you keep that t- same focal point of trying to do what you know is right, you understand me, and keep that same motive, and keep certain people away from you out your business. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do that, you form a team, man, it shouldn't be no more than seven. Seven teams? No, seven people that's on your board. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So you know you know what I'm saying? Seven yeah, people, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. You know, once once a week, y'all should, you should meet with your board. Gotcha. That way we can see what's going on, you know. And then if you choose to break out, man, you know, set aside a time where, you know, every, you know, vacational time or whatever, you know, you know, all that around the same time. So when you come back, everybody on the same page. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? But it should be, you know, when especially come to, to money, you know what I'm saying? You know, you want to see what's going on right. at all times. Because, right, right, right. you know, it's easy to get caught up. A lot of things you're going to be able to write off, you know, some, you know, however you want to do it. But that's one thing, man. Anything you, you, you provide a service in, man, you should land on your feet pretty well. Hey man, I'm in. I'm. I'm. I'm in. Listen, my ears are open. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My ears mm-hmm. are open. And I'm. I'm listening because mm-hmm. I definitely ain't trying to be working for the rest of my life. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? At least working for nobody else. So, and me and my wife talk about it all the time. Like, hey, we need to buy some some duplexes, some complexes, some. I mean, I mean, but tell you the truth, man. She she telling you the truth, bro. Yeah. She telling the truth. I mean, because it, it's really uh. Uh, it's really like a no-brainer, but only that, you know, what I tell you, if you're going to do that, man, be strict about your maintenance, maintaining your property. And every quarter, go off in there and have inspections. Mm, okay. And that that way you will know what's going on with that property. It's like me. I, I can fix anything when it comes to housing, and, you know. Okay. And then I do got people that I'm affiliated and associated with. If I can't do it, I, I can get on the phone and say, hey, man, I got this job for you, boom, 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 boom. And they all brothers, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, uh, that's where you got to do it. Is again, you got to form you a team, bro. You know, you, your wife, and you know, you got it. Can go off in here and look and see what the contract is doing. You know what I'm saying? If you, you know, uh, choose to go ground up, which I tell everybody, go ground up because you're gonna wind up spending too much money trying to bring them things up to code. Right. You'll spend a ton of money, man. Trying to get it in yep, 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 man. You better off going ground up. You spend less money, uh, uh, 
and getting people in the full blink of an eye. You know, and so that's one thing, you know, you wouldn't go go wrong with, you know. Okay. So I want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. I know you told me that you did a food drive. Yes, sir. Uh, recently, mm-hmm. are you gonna be doing it again? Or uh, they called a couple of my comrades, me and Brady Harper uh, from Black Empowerment, which is one of our, our comrades. I work very strongly with. Uh, they would need, need some volunteers to come out and hand out food to the community over okay. there on the southeast side. Uh, we was at uh, Logan Elementary. Okay. And we just you know passed out uh, you know supplies, food supplies to the community. Okay. And so that's things that you know I try to do you know. Yeah, to keep things going in the community, you know, show up at certain events uh, um, to let them know that we are. It's the people out here who care because you know our people do need an outlet and know where to go. And when I pass out these cards, you know, uh, to let them know what we do, and that uh, there is a number that you can call at the bottom in case you have any you know conflicts. And one of the things that we promote before you call the police, call us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let me get a number to the people. 833-425-5249. That's 833-425-5249. That, that's the, for the Brotherhood Movement. So you Yeah, give them, give them the website too, Brother Dunn. Website. Let me see. Um, what you want? The admin at brotherhoodmovement.org. Mm-hmm. Admin at brotherhoodmovement.org. Okay, so if you have any troubles in your neighborhood, anything going on in the DFW area, contact the Brothers of the Brotherhood Movement first before you call the police. Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. And what we try to do, we come in and try to, you know, do uh, conflict resolution okay. and trying to get to, you know, both sides of the party. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times, you know, we don't, you know, uh, some police officers ain't, ain't, ain't really educated enough to deal with the attitudes of the Afro-American people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we uh, elevate emotionally very high at times. Yeah. And instead of officers, just let people vent, let it get out. You know what I'm saying? Separating both parties, getting both sides of the story. And try to, you know, we try to get them to resolve the issue. Okay, yeah. brother, if you need to leave, man, just go ahead and leave for the night, man. Cool out, bro. Because, you know, if these folks come out here, you know, de-escalate the situation. Yeah. You know, I, I've done it, you know, a couple of times myself, you know, a uh, uh, police officer had little brother, him, W little sister, had him out. Uh, and what we also promoted, stop and watch. What's stop and watch? Stop and watch. If you see one of your brothers, him, the boy, police, you know what I'm saying? Oh, video recorded. Video cut recorded, stop and watch, man. Oh. And but this particular time they had the brother out, man. They running out through the man car. Just down there. you know, I know they just trying to find something. Yeah. I said, sir. I at the time I had my brotherhood movement hoodie on. Uh-huh. I pointed to my my logo, and I was like, look, man, I'm with the brotherhood movement. Uh, what violation did the young brother do? He looked at me and said, did he have a traffic violation? Okay, if he had a traffic violation, write him a ticket and let the court decide. I said, you have no right to take away due process. Right. And so did you have a warrant to even do what you're doing? What jurisdiction do you have? And so he tried to flip me. I said, I tell you what, your superior officer at the time was Chief Fitzgerald. I said, I do have his phone. I have no problem calling 
uh, Miss Bivens, you know, city council business, and you know, and so do you want me to film? I ain't got to. I'm gonna film you for you at racetrack. The camera on you right now. I said, is your camera on? And so you know that coming in to de-escalation, and after I came out the store, they let the little brother go. Mm. And see, the thing about it is, you know, when you speak their language of understanding certain laws and what they're supposed to do and what they give their oath to do, you know what I'm saying? If the man has committed a crime or such as he has a warrant, take him to jail, man. Let the court deal with him. Yeah. And all that extra is unnecessary to you. And you create provocation and uh, uh, and, and, and make stuff go to where the brother will, you know, uh, get frustrated with you. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, when I go to some little talks with these officers you ask them man why 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 you do that who taught you to do that (laughs) so what's wrong with you if the dude got a ticket you know what i'm saying or whatever warrants or whatever just take the man to jail man and go on to your go on with your day but if it's some little anti panty stuff man you know a verbal woman is you have a right to do that also every little thing that they you may encounter don't merit incarceration but when you have certain attitudes of some of these officers that do not, hey, residents of Fort Worth don't understand the culture and had that, that, that racist hatred in their heart in certain uh, organizations they belong to, you know, they promote that, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, when you ask the chief, you say, why you got so many white boys oh, on the southeast side, sir? You know, they just look at you with a blank stare. You know, so what you trying to tell me, all you young white boys go bald-headed at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you know, you know, come on, man, we not going to play the games, man. Yeah. I said, how many times have you raised your officers' arms and looked at their tattoos on them, man? They don't have who they are. Mm. See what I'm saying? Oh, then, well, they got different little, little symbols now, bro. Mm. You know, it might be three dots. Yeah. Three triangles. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they got, anytime you see a tattoo, why uh, one of them cats got uh, three triangles and sets of three, that's some type of uh, white empowerment. Yeah, yeah. You know, German cross with a with a with a uh, with a flame. Yeah, I do like I do like the the the, the idea of we need to police ourselves. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, basically, yeah, that's what it is. We start policing ourselves. I, I do like. I think I think we need to start getting more in the mode of. When something going on at our house, mm-hmm. we need to call somebody else besides the police because, because in, even in the heat of the moment, my wife may be mad at me. You know what I mean? And these white boys already got a, uh, a <laughs> right. arterial motive. You right. know what I'm saying? Exactly. And she may just be emotional at the time, where she like, yeah, I want to get him the fuck out of here, but that's because she upset at whatever the issue is. You know what I'm saying? And then if it's somebody who understands that. Yo, this is what's going on. We can de-escalate it and get everybody back on back good once everybody calm down. Right. Without nobody having to go to jail and mm-hmm. have a record and all that. I mm-hmm. I do like that idea. I think I think we just need to get back. We need to get more black people in the mold to actually having an ulterior ulterior person to call mm-hmm. than just the police. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Give somebody else to call, so that's why I, that's why I'm loving this. But see, not only that, you know, we still suffer from post-slavery syndrome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor Francis, I mean, why, why are you at home? Pull up Doctor Francis Chris Wesley. Yeah. 
Okay. And look at some of the things that Dr. Clark, Dr. Ben Yakin, and Vernon and some of our uh, pioneer uh, Afro-American, uh, even Dr. Naeem Akbar, you know what I'm saying? You know, even Brother Umar Johnson talked about things as such as. Yeah. And take time and look at why we so quick to file at each other. Why do I talk to my sister or my brother like this, but when it comes to that white boy, I'm humble as a puppy. Yeah. That ain't even thought in your brain. Yeah. But I'm going to fire off and be almost to the top of my blood pressure at this brother, and you know that other cat hates your guts. <laughs> right. But then when you see him, oh, hi, Stephen, how are you? How are you today? <laughs> Everything all right? Anything I can get for you? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> see that shit right there, man? Yeah, yeah. And some of them cats, man, I just sit there and look at them, man. Yeah, yeah. And then they look at look at me and you and I like we the enemy. Mm. So those are things that you know, male or female, we do it all. You know, and that's when you know someone that you know bourgeois comes in. You know, especially when we get in white America world. Yeah. But then again, I say, let me let me ask you something, sister, a brother. When the last time you went to your family reunion? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. Sister, when the last time you went to your family reunion? Um, wow. <laughs> it's been a while for me, too. But <laughs> coming from a, our culture mm-hmm. and upbringing, we got cousins that we play with in the project or lower income areas, middle class to upper class. And we all, if you black, we always had a cousin that stayed somewhere close to the projects. Mm-hmm. And we played, we loved on each other, played in the dirt, rode bikes. Yeah. And then we'd go to the family reunion and tell them same stories and just love on uncle that may be an alcoholic. One cousin might be a crackhead, it don't matter. <laughs> just don't leave your purse around Pookie Ray, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pookie Ray, what you doing, boy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on over here, man. Get you something to drink. Man. But anyway, but I'm just saying, we got all that filtered in in our families, man. Right. And and it don't matter, bro. It's the same scenario, no matter north, south, east, or west. Mm-hmm. But we know how to deal with it. Yeah. But you don't treat him any worse because that's your cousin and you grew up with him and you love him. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. It don't matter to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's still your cousin. And then what I'm saying is that we get to a certain plight and we start we start acting like those that we dislike so much. Right. And we start treating each other just like the European treat us. See, that's my discourse, that we get this zip code disease. I'm this type of cat. I don't care if I go to the boroughs of New Jersey or to the highest plight of a gated community. I'm the same cat all the time. I'm going to treat the people that's down in the boroughs with the same human dignity and respect as I'm going to treat anybody else yeah. on top of the hill. Yeah. And that's uh, in between. I mean, that's the way my grandma pretty much uh, brought me up because, you know, ain't no black person born with no silver spoon in their mouth. 
because we don't own shit. That's a lie. And when we get to that point, like I say, if we reach spend more time going back and re-educating and redeveloping the minds of the brothers and sisters that, that we can reach, I ain't saying you can reach everybody, but it, it could be some. And I just believe that just from 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 coaching, man, Pee Wee, man, because I could build an athlete. Right. Just, you could build someone to empower themselves if we show, get rid of the the disparity. If we go back and start, we you know we all right over here. Right. What what is it that we can do over here to lift these cats up? And that means that we put more time in our educational system, which pretty much governs everything that we do. And so more we put pressure and putting the right people in those seats to govern our educational system, it will elevate up because investors don't don't invest in nothing that don't produce nothing. Exactly. That's that's how it goes. Yeah. And so that's why uh, I put so much pressure on the educational system. Uh, I just discovered today they have a, a family action center. I finally fought for that and finally got it. And what What's that d- what actually is we call it a, uh, basically uh, it brings the child and the parent together. If a say the sister needs resources, mm-hmm. which is hard to get, that's like the hub. You know what I'm saying? Okay. If saying you you could provide clothing, food, or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Medical, you know, attention, you know, but this is a place where you can go get the information. The sister need may, you know, place where you can go help get the system with his homework, or she may help getting them on getting getting her back on track, getting on getting a a, a job, or you know, whatever it, we need to sustain ourselves in the community. Is it kind of like uh, how the Black Panthers did back in the yeah? It's same, brother. It's yeah. the same concept. Okay. It's the same concept. So, seeing if we had some. Going on dealing with the community, okay. that's a hub. We can say we can set up here and say, "Hey, we got this going on. We got this fair going on." Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And so that's the way that we can stay connected. So if you know, if a parent want to know what's going on with your child in the classroom, you go to the family action center. Pull up. Oh, hmm. assignments there. Okay, we need to work on this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a way for because some of our, some of our communities don't have. You know, resources, uh, internet or whatever, they can go there right. and, and stay in tune, you know, with today's world. And so um, those are things that we push for. I think it's they got one at Sunrise. I seen today. I think another one's supposed to be over there on uh, on YMLA campus okay. once they transform that school. Okay. But we also got to be diligent about the funding. You know, we didn't have three bond packages in Fort Worth, man. It's totaling up, you know, close, close to a couple of billion dollars, man. And our schools look, still look the way they do. Yeah. I'm like, bro, y'all don't question that type of type of activity, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, associate of mine was, you know, she's on the uh, budgeting committee, you know? And I said, how is it that you looking at the money and you see the money going to the west and not to the east yeah. and you don't say nothing about that? Yeah. I said, something wrong with that, but I find, I ain't, you know, I'll find something out about her and now I understand why. Yeah, yeah. If you read me in between one line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> sorority system. I just looked at that sister in my face one time. I said, blah, 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 blah. And she admitted to it, man. I was like, well, you can't do nothing. Mm. Mm. Okay. Because you took the oath. Right. See, when they take the oath. The boule oath, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, they serve. They serve. You know, they take the oath to serve the global white elite. That's their oath. 
and you have a position ranks off in there and call anchor, which is A-N-C-H-O-R sounds sound like anchor. Mm-hmm. But that actual word means hidden devil. Mm. And so, you know, and you do these uh, homosexual rituals, I don't know about sexual, bro. Because they ain't going to let you in unless you do it. Wow. And I heard something about the boules that their oath is to protect the table, which the skull and bones or skull and bones mm-hmm. that they they actually people who actually that's the table. the table yeah that's the table man yeah, to yeah. Pro- they they when they when they kiss the ring bro when they kiss the ring that's that oath man yeah they have bowed down to serve the global white elite you don't be no here Billy Bob being in the skull and bones right right you dig right and uh, what's called what got killed behind it when they was they, when they was trying to get uh, what was it George Bush and he was trying to Daddy uh, Daddy Bush was trying to get them to integrate. Mm. <laughs> they almost chopped his head off, man. Really? Tell them what's going on, man. Yeah. But that type of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's white supremacy. The white supremacy, uh, you know, the Bilderbergs and you know the Bill Gates. The yeah. Beto's, you know, Warren Buffett's. So that's white supremacy. Yeah. White nationalism is the old dumb, sorry white boys couldn't help us if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you can't make the uh, stock market go up and down, that's not white supremacy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, right. that you supreme. Right, right. J.P. Morgan, you supreme. Right. Miss Walton, 59 billion. Yeah. You supreme. Yeah, yeah. You don't I tell me. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, you, know, you know, that attitude. Yeah. I don't know if you've been around them. Sis, I don't know if you've been around them. But them type of white folks, you, you don't tell them what to do. Yeah. I don't know if you've been around. I say I've been around them. I haven't. I haven't. Now, them type of white people uh, uh, come out their house at the police walk for nothing and look at them. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? You <laughs> you got something to do? Right. You need right. to have your ass out there on the highway. Right. right. Traffic. What, what, what you doing? Right. No, don't you? You nobody didn't tell you because you know, um, I, you know, I graduated in Southwest in the uh, late eighties, eighty eight, came in eighty four, okay. and some of my classmates, you know, they doctors, they lawyers, and, you know, that's the table, you know, their parents sat for them, mm-hmm. you know, they country club kids, you know, what I'm saying, and parents were doctors and you know whatnots and own shit, you know, and they like. You know, their attitude is like, uh, they ain't finna be no damn cop. Right. They ain't throwing they brain. Right. By name, that's that's just that's just that's just how they are, man. They are conditioned to be to run shit. If you ain't run shit, you own shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't you ain't the employee, you an employer. Right. You know, one of my classmates, you know, you know, he invests Fortune five hundred you know, uh, uh, handle what rich white folks' money. Let's put it in the short term. Mm-hmm. And you know, I hit him up and say, "Hi, what you doing, man? Don't, don't, don't put your money in the four one k. It's a losing. You gonna lose." <laughs> and to yeah. him, he, he, he said, "You lose, man. He's finding something else, man. Yeah, to put your money in. Yeah. Mm. And so he said that that's a losing game, yeah. and that's somebody that's on the inside right. with white supremacy. And so you know." Uh, 
you know, you you you, you kind of just play the game like our grandpa. I mean, like my uh, dad's uncle. Uh, my dad told me, I don't think Uncle Bug did a day of manual labor in his life, but he worked for bankers. Mm. And so B- Uncle Bug got in, and he learned to where uh, – how to how to roll his, his bread when he you know he was a former he you know he know when to buy cattle when to buy hogs and sold when they sold yeah, yeah. and like back where my dad and them from a little small town called Downsville outside of Waco Downsville yeah okay. I'm Highway Six a little hole anyway um, outside of Waco but anyway he was like you know they was first blacks in that community to have uh, electricity lights outside and playing croquet and you know, but they, uh, like grandmother was like, uh, the great granddad was like the first cat to have his own general store. So mm-hmm. some of them monsters had to they own cleaners, mechanics, shops. I think some of them up in Lubbock or Amarillo, one of them, uh, I think he had a cousin that was an undertaker, you know, on front of home. So yeah. that type of drive was, was kind of embedded in some of my, uh, my foreparents, you know, my, my dad's uncles. Okay. And so uh, those are the type of attitudes that we got to regenerate because yeah. of segregation. We had to do it right. as a way of life. Do you as, follow, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. Do ahead. you follow um, Jay Morrison, the real estate dude? I heard of him. Yeah, I, I read some of his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do you, what do you think? Because um, I don't know if you heard about he was trying to, I know at one point, probably like a year or two ago, mm-hmm. start up another um Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? And if if let me ask you that first, what do you think about restarting, trying to regenerate or restart up a, a new Black Wall Street? Um, uh, something that's needed. Okay. And <laughs> the thing about it is, we've been so caroled down, bro. That fear is something else. They so scared. That that some entity is gonna blow it up. Yeah, because I mean, because because really, um, I mean, that's why I said keep whatever you do for him. If I was me, I would keep it small. Mm. For as your board, I would keep it small. And you got to pay attention, man, to the people that you're dealing with, man. Do you think it should still be in Oklahoma? Or it, it, it don't, man. It, every state should form its own Black Wall Street. Hmm. Every state, whether it be in Texas or whether it be within your community, it, it don't matter. Just how dope would that be? Because, you know, you know, okay, saying that we, you and I, we say we look at Southeast Fort Worth, right? Mm-hmm. And which the banks wouldn't give us the money. I talked to some cats, man. A good credit score. Mm-hmm. Go into the bank, and they told them no, because based on what they was trying to do. Do you have to indulge that information though? Huh? Do you have to tell the bank like what you're trying to do, or can you just say? I mean, if you go in and ask for their money, yeah. The first thing gonna do, yeah, they gonna ask you what you what you need this this two point five million for. I'm, I'm and and you got the credit score, and you got the credit score to 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 do what you need to do. And you have enough, you know, uh, collateral to do what you need to do. And you say, I want, we, we want to buy, I want, I want to build a grocery store. What you talking about, man? 
And the banks won't do that because I thought the banks was in the in the business of making money. We so, do, do we do we own that motherfucker? No, we don't. That's white supremacy. It ain't it ain't it ain't for you to empower yourself, man. I know, not not from I thought, that perspective. But I thought at a certain point, when it when when it comes to the elite white people, right? I did, I thought it was not about white, not about mm. black. It's about green. Is that not true, or is, are they just like you know what? We just not even gonna fool with y'all no more. Because I thought it was I mean I mean point. some of them. That's not all of them, bro. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? You you got degrees of them. Now the younger ones ain't got no problem with it. But when you get the old ones, may have an issue. Mm. You know, young one, he just he see money. Yeah. And not only the younger one, he been around black folks. Yeah. Some of his homies might be black folks. Yeah. yeah. So the, the millennials are different. They are those whole different bang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They ain't got all that other shit filtered in them. Are they the ones that's working at the bank? Yeah, cause they too they computerized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that all that old shit, that gone. You know what I'm saying? They they run circles around them, them old folks, you know, yeah. when it comes to that shit. Yeah, they got the young bloods. They got the young bloods off in there. That's, that's what running the show. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, you don't see nothing but young people at Wells Fargo Financial uh, Center over there in South Lake. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't be stuck in the times. Right. You know, because they got to keep. Well, with the times when you're dealing with banking and financial institutions. Yeah. And so, you know, it all depends. I ain't seeing not to do it, but why is it that we haven't done it? Because we, 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 we make the worst horrible investment on the face of the planet Earth. Look how much money. We're the largest consumers. I know. I'm just saying, what, about $2.3 trillion a year? Something like that, yeah. And I guarantee you, Probably about fifteen percent, eighteen percent go to our churches, our religious institutions. And then we take what you saying ten percent, what you make annually, and you give it to the church, man. Look how much money you didn't put in that dude's pocket, man. Yeah, I know. That's per. That's per. That's per person in that church, man. Yeah, I feel. And then Malachi say they talk about the storehouse. They got to do with their church. They don't say the church. That shit to do with that church. The storehouse or whatever address you you, you you lay your head in, man. That's a bunch of shit, man. They ain't stop that, man. See, that's that's the shit I have a discourse with cats. These 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 uh mega church cats. Yeah. You know, all of them boule boys uh, uh work for the government. As mm. long as they keep us subdued and not having conversations like you and I have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just us having this type of conversation, T.D. Jakes wouldn't, wouldn't allow it. That's, crazy. That's the type of Negro he is. That's crazy. I mean, I hate to say it. You but know, this, 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 this fucking fairy tale of forgiveness has, has been a demise to us. Mm. That hope has been a demise to us. And that damn, I mean, you got to look at faith. We talk about those three before we even talk about goddamn facts and the truth. <laughs> yeah. We look at facts and the truth like it's a goddamn plea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many, how many people that you know that's watching today got encyclopedias inside their house? Probably nobody. They don't, they don't sell encyclopedias no more. Do they, do they even download them up? <laughs> nah. <laughs> that's a book that's based on facts. If it's 10 feet from this wall to that wall, 
it will not be put in that book. And, and if you look at the footnotes, at least about eight to ten people have took that same measurement before it's placed in that book. Shit. That's what I'm saying. If it's 93 million miles from the Earth to fucking uh, the sun, and you look in the footnotes, it's about ten motherfuckers and scientists that did that shit yeah. before it get put in that book. Yeah. So whatever we have to get off of things that don't produce shit. We need to stop masturbating. Mm-hmm. We like shit that feel good but don't produce shit. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? This this yeah. goddamn unproductiveness mentally, you know what I'm saying, is is becoming a demise. Because mm-hmm. we act like because I don't look this way as African. If I don't wear a beard, if I he wear twisties, he has this type of attitude. Blah, 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 blah. You don't even have to. Two seconds of a conversation to find out what's in, what's going on with that brother. Mm-hmm. He might be a genius. Mm-hmm. That brother might be a doctor of law. You don't know that. Mm-hmm. What you do is objectifying because that's what the European told you what you should look like in order to be accepted in their world. Right. Not understanding is that they really ain't looking at your appearance. They're looking inside what's inside your brain, how much you can make that chump some money. Crazy. He really don't care. Yeah, yeah. But the millennials are breaking that that down because you know they saying what the hell what 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 is her got to do with doing this uh programming this goddamn computer? what the hell is that? I mean cuz the millennials going to challenge the 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 uh the old heads mm-hmm. and I I seen that at the Ranger stadium oh they be in conflict all the time really? them old heads man you know you don't never see them old heads walking around them Laptop beat them young bloods. Yeah. HK is all, all them cats. <laughs> they in their late 20s and 30s and shit. <laughs> they look at what them old dudes ask one of them questions like, man, you don't get out of my face with this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's funny though, man. Yeah. But, you know, that's what the times are changing into. But, but for us, man, we have to look at, you know, I think for every $10 that you put into that collection plate, the church should give $5 to empower the community. That's what they should do. That's what they should. But we damn fools to tolerate it. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. When the last time that nigga showed a showed a, a statement on, on on the property that of that church, half of the motherfuckers paid for just about. If they ain't took out no second mortgage, just send Little Ray to college. Yeah. yeah. Now some of these churches been around a long time, bro. Mm-hmm. And the bank ain't finna let you take no fifty year mortgage, nigga. You lying? Right. Not on no right. church. Fifteen right. is the max. Right. Right. <laughs> And so, just off one services, man, some of these churches collect, you know, 67, 80, up to 100 grand easy. That's off one service, bro. And now they sit around here scratching their head because of this pandemic. Now you want to play the, the scare tactic. Oh, Revelation said this and said that this was going to happen. But anyways, <laughs> cash at me. <laughs> cash at me. The heavenly divine cash app, you know what I'm saying? But still, still, still hold on to your ties. They're going to do away everything in the Old Testament, but you're going to hold to the ties. All right, brother, you know what I'm saying? But, so, I'm sorry, I'm, um, tell the people, because I know mm-hmm. with, with this whole pandemic, speaking of the pandemic thing, mm-hmm. it, are they going to still hold the court case for Tatiana this? Uh, you know what? That's what we uh, supposedly. Everything changes every day. Yeah. And they say the seventh down, I think it's gonna last. Some say the June. And so uh we have to see. Okay. But either way it go, the docket has to be reset. Okay. 
Okay. We'll get it, and uh, I'll let you know. But I'm just asking each and every brother and sister, man, across across America. You know, this is our sister. Mm-hmm. And not only that, not 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 to get uh, inform you. You know, the young brother is still having mental. Uh, he's been traumatized. About the little nephew, the nephew, okay. The little brother still having problems, man, with this. And I, I, I begged the, the sister to, to, to file child endangerment charges. And this what gets me about her advisors, uh, or why they hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you can run up a $200,000 tab on the GoFundMe, but yet and still, you won't tell the sister to go down here. And file child endangerment charges against this dude, because if we miss on this, at least we'll have this. Right. I don't even understand the DA not even doing it. They act like the little boy wasn't even in the room. He ain't had nothing to do with nothing. You know what I'm saying? That guy's still traumatized because you know he loved his aunt. You know what I'm saying? That was his aunt. You know, and you, she trying to protect him, and you know y'all straight up killing this woman. Right in front of him, man. And dig, man, you know, those are the things that drive me because, you know, if you think about that, brother, what what does it feel like to close your eyes and have that tape go off simultaneously over and over again? Right. And he had to carry that from the time he's seen it to the man, till the time he get, you know, until the time he may expire, man. So we don't know the 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 county or the city hasn't offered any services. To this young brother Like therapy sessions Therapy sessions But you know To allude to this Brother You Had this type of woman Mm -hmm. At our relays Talking about the mayor right Yeah Yeah. Had that that woman at our relays bro And I'm like man How can you You know And and, and think about it is Like like he gloated about it man Mm -hmm. Mission accomplished you know, and so, you know, you give me once, I'll be doggone if you give me twice. But you know, uh, we could deal with him on a, on a different level. Yeah. Uh, he can't he can't come around anymore. Yeah. He's not welcome into the house. Yes. And so, you know, bro. Uh, matter of fact, I think he's one of your frat brothers too. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Matter of fact, he is yeah. one of your frat brothers. Yeah. Uh, and that's cold blooded, man. Yeah. That that you do that. That type of disservice to your people, man. Yeah. And you know we not feeling that. And so, yeah. uh, but we got to keep this thing going like an uncontrollable uh, forest fire, mm. you know, when it comes to this one, man, because everybody's looking at for work, man. Yeah. And, you know, even the brothers and sisters from abroad, man, I hope doing this course that, you know, I, I, I'm really not even – I'm tripping off the news media, man. You know, they know when the court they saw, they got, they on, you know, they little informants off in there, man. Yeah. And, you know, and then when the bro went down to that first court date on the third, you know what the, the DA asked him? What? What you doing there? Who told you about the court date? Even when Brother Daniels called, Pastor Daniels called and spoke to the head DA, Miss Wilson, she asked him, who told you? How did you know about that? See how it works. Yeah, but when when what I'm just saying is when when they say that they didn't have some conversations, right, with some of them gatekeeping niggers, and that they thought they could keep it quiet, yeah, and that they questioned 
Now, why would you ask that knowing this is public information? Sheesh. But see, somebody then told them, we, gonna, we, we got it under control. Right. Don't worry about it. She crazy, man. Yeah, that's what they do. She crazy. Leave your um, leave your information again, man. If anybody want to get a hold of you, they need to get in contact you for for any information, man. Uh, we can reach be reached at once again at toll free eight three three four two five fifty two forty nine on Facebook. Admit at the Brotherhood Movement dot org. That's right. And I'm uh, L. Hodge Austin on Facebook. If you ever want to hit me directly or inbox me, uh, any problems that you may have within your community, man, you know, hey, uh, uh, if you can't get me, you can reach out to the brothers in the Black Empowerment, uh, our comrades, uh, Brother Ken Too, Brother Brady Harper, man. I mean, we run hand in hand. Uh, we are gatekeepers, boots on the ground to protect our community at all costs. That's right, man. I, Austin, man, I appreciate you for always tapping in with me, man. I appreciate it. 100%. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Yo, this is the Tap In Podcast. Appreciate y'all for tapping in with us. We'll highlight y'all next week. Peace. Peace.